Celebrating life's special moments are important. These memories build into the story of who we are as a couple or as a family. And when we bring different backgrounds and family traditions with different expectations into our marriage, there is bound to be competing priorities. And we need to create our own traditions that incorporate the best of our backgrounds. You're listening to The Relationship Lift, a short conversation brought to you by Family Life New Zealand to help you grow together as a couple. Join us for a topical discussion designed to help keep you encouraged and equipped on the growth journey. We know that great marriages don't just happen, so let's journey together as we pursue oneness so that you too can make a great marriage your reality. In today's conversation, we talk about shaping a culture of celebration in your home. Enjoy the discussion. Last night, I thought it would be really fun to book our accommodation together with my husband for our wedding anniversary weekend that's happening in October. And now it quickly turned into a debate over price and very quickly the fun sapped out of the planning as we realised we both had a very different idea about what the weekend was going to be like. Now, I'm sure we are not alone and that other couples and families potentially experience tension around this when it comes to planning holidays or celebrations. So this morning, I have the pleasure of being joined by Vaynan Jacobs from Family Life to talk about this. Kia ora, Vaynan. Thank you for joining me today. Kia ora. Good morning, Kat. I'm sorry. I just have to laugh because as you share that story, uh, I've just come back from taking a week holiday as well, and and we realised um, we actually quite needed a week, you know, Al Ray and I, because the last three years we've been taking holiday because um, we had a new baby in the house, or uh, it was a week, you know, a few days after we had a big event, or you know, there mm. was some work done. It was a travelling holiday, so we've realised in three days we haven't had a proper slow down, focus on us, uh, not moving house, not, you know, something else on the agenda holiday. And the funny thing is, you know, the tension actually started rising the closer we came to taking this week off because of our different expectations. So I'm all about talking about that today. That's awesome. Well, I have to ask, you know, is it worth the fuss and how important are these times of holiday and celebration? And also, how do we make sure that they are joy-filled and indeed celebratory from planning to execution. Yeah, yeah. Look, as with anything that's you know ever worth um, celebrating, it's also worth the effort. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, you know, um, yes, it's definitely worth the effort. And but but that's a thing. It is effort, and sometimes we think it needs to come naturally. And also we bring a lot of um, preconceived ideas into our relationship that we that we take from our families of origin, right? Mm. Uh, so as we think about us as a new family, you know, as a married couple or if you've got kids, uh, we need to acknowledge the fact that our traditions are unique and new to us. Now, we may carry a lot of traditions from our, uh, you know, our parents' home, the home we grew up in, Um but at the end of the day, we need to be intentional about what are the memories, what are the holidays, what are the celebrations that we want to celebrate in our life. You know, the problem is, Kat, unless we've figured out um, what will bring life to us as a family and how we want to be celebrating moments, milestones and holidays, uh, we'll end up with these competing priorities and unmet expectations from one another. 
Uh, this also just always leads to frustrations and relationship conflict. And boy, how quickly do we go from something that is supposed to bring us joy uh, to just another opportunity to suck the life out of our relationship. So this is definitely something worth fighting for because it can be your greatest source of joy, yet it can often be a source of frustration. Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned family of origin because I know in my husband's background, he was one of four boys. The family was always quite, but they were struggling because they were on one income. His dad worked a lot and worked very hard and because there were so many of them they actually didn't really go on holiday much at all and so I've got him on the one hand who didn't go on holiday at all really and then me growing up um, overseas traveling a lot because my parents worked overseas it's this whole different idea of what that looks like what going away looks like as well and I know I mentioned cost in the outset but I'm sure there are a whole bunch you mentioned competing priorities I'm sure there are a whole bunch that couples can be mindful of so what are some of the others yeah look I mean it's important to ask yourself that question you know the reality is we are often unaware of how we are wired and how other people are wired and the fact that they're not necessarily the same as we are you know so a good place to start is to ask yourself you know how do I unplug um, how do I recharge? How do I rest? Or how do I like celebrating life? And actually writing down the answers to those questions um, so that you can become aware of your own needs and the, the way you view the world. You know, it, it seems so obvious, um, but until you actually put it out there and see it for yourself, hey, this is who I am, but then go on and ask yourself, well, how does my spouse uh, recharge, unplug, rest and celebrate life? You know, um, you know, ask yourself the question and you might realize that you don't actually know the answer to that question, uh, which would then lead to a great conversation to be had with them. Uh, you know, just recognizing how we, and how we are different and how we have different needs. Uh, one real practical thing I'd add to that, Cat, uh, would be, you know, in our marriage mentoring uh, conversation guide, which we've spoken about a few times uh, on air as well, uh, there's actually in this um, this topic, there's this great little question. Uh, and the couple, as they go through the discussion, they need to choose their top three out of a bunch of competing priorities. And these are just a few examples, okay. but I want you to actually listen to this, Kat, because I'm going to ask you a question afterwards. Um, sorry, the roles have turned. I'm asking the questions now. <laughs> All right. Well, interview but, me. Go ahead. Yeah. I want to ask you I want to ask you to listen to this and uh, your listeners as well, everyone listening today. Listen to, uh, I'm going to list about, I think there's about eight of these. So as I list these, you need to think you know, what are the three that stick out to you? So you need to remember three from the list I'm going to give you right now. Okay, so here are some competing priorities. Quality time with family and friends. Making memories for the kids. Food. Fun and games. Gift giving. Surprise and spontaneity. Tradition. Rest and relaxation. Family reunions sport yeah so as I, can I, read hear, those, I can hear some competing priorities there because family reunions and relaxation don't really go hand in hand <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> and i mean as you listen to that cat what are uh, just out of curiosity what are the two or three that stood out for you as in something that you would like to prioritize i think 
fun and games, rest uh-huh. and relaxation, and food, of course, lots of Come that. <laughs> okay. And, and what about for, for your hubby? Do you know what three that would be for him? That's a really interesting question because I, I feel like I could give an answer, but I'm not sure if he would agree with my answer. That's just me having a guess. Uh, food is good for him. I think rest and relaxation, but sport. He loves sport. He also likes, I guess, making memories with the kids as well. He's very much likes to he very much likes to take them out fishing, even just him and the kids. So that would probably be some of his. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. And and here's the thing, you always have these um priorities that uh, overlap overlap, but then there's always going to be competing priorities. But having that conversation with one another, hey, hang on a minute, what actually recharges you? Because this is what recharges me, but how do we differ? Yeah, that's true. Well, let's say your spouse has completely different ideas, like there isn't much overlap. And and that's in terms of what fun looks like. I know the team at Family Life have plenty of tips for couples to make their relationships better. So how do you negotiate this and what practical idea perhaps or takeaway do you have for those struggling with this today? Yeah, well, look, um, one thing that I'd say before I say the thing I'm going to say <laughs> is that marriage and having a successful marriage is all all about um you know actually serving one another so recognizing that yes we have our own needs but we're going to see a thriving marriage when we focus on serving our spouse's needs first you know um it's a bit contrary to i guess um self-help knowledge that you'll get in the world today but you know I'd compare that to worldly wisdom you know, God says, if he uh, of you who wants to be first must become a servant of all. And that's just the way God created his kingdom to flourish. And I think that's true for marriage. So marriages that thrive are those that actually have that principle. But here's a real practical thing that you could do. So we always say great marriages don't just happen. You know, like any good thing in life worth enjoying, we need to cultivate our marriages so they can thrive. So here's a little project for our listeners today. Make your own list of the ways that you would like to celebrate your birthday or special life event and then exchange your list uh, with your partner for future reference. So actually write down what are the things that bring life to you and give it to them and let them read it and ask them to do the same and get to know one another. Fantastic ideas there. Well, that list of conversation guidelines of competing priorities, you can see that on the Marriage Mentoring Guide on your website. Well, Vaynant, thank you so much for your time on the show this morning. Vaynant Jacobs from Family Life New Zealand. And for more information or to check out that list, you can go to familylife.org.nz. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being I feel completely connected to my partner and 0 being I feel totally disconnected from my partner, where would you rate yourself right now? There's probably room for growth, right? Why not take some time and actively choose to take your relationship to a 10 by learning how to love and relate to one another on a deeper level. Spend one weekend with us and discover the keys to building intimacy, strengthening communication, handling life's pressures, embracing differences, fighting fair and working through conflict constructively and so much more. You'll laugh a lot, you'll rekindle romance, learn new skills and be better equipped to build a relationship that thrives. We can promise you it will be a weekend to remember. You may not reach a 10, but most couples leave on cloud nine. 
Join us on our next couples retreat. Register today at familylife.nz. Thanks for listening. I'm Vayner Jacobs from the Family Life New Zealand team, and this has been another oneness resource to help you grow together in your marriage. Check us out online at familylife.nz for more information on events, training, and other amazing resources. Let's fight the drift, move towards each other in oneness, and impact our corner of the world together. See you next time. Thank you.